0: This is Earth Files, the award-winning news site with the latest updates in science, environment, and real X-Files. Podcasting in-depth reports beyond the 6 o'clock news by Emmy Award-winning journalist Linda moulton Howe.
1: Hi, everyone here in North America and around the world. I have got chocolate with me to start out tonight and i'm happy to report this earth files youtube channel has broken through 237,000 subscribers thank you all so much for your enthusiastic support that i feel every day from your valuable emails proton mails and hard mail reporting your local ufo and high strangeness news from around the world and on this April 12, 2023, I wonder if the aerospace source that I have quoted to you the past three years will be proved right. He told me months ago that the Webb Space Telescope would be used in April 2023 to announce the discovery of a, quote, biological signature, close quote, linked to biological life on the fourth planet from the red dwarf sun in the TRAPPIST-1 solar system 40 light years from Earth. Scientists do say the TRAPPIST-1 e middle planet is likely to have water and land like Earth. By now, if the April 23rd prediction is accurate, I have also expected that the Pentagon and its Joint Special Operations Command, known as JSOC, would start releasing into various world media some new UFO UAP videos to heighten public attention to unidentified aerial phenomena beyond weather balloons. And I thought maybe that that had happened this morning of April 12, 2023 when I received a phone call and email follow-up from Earthfiles viewer Austin Shaper, near Cincinnati, Ohio, telling me that the morning Reddit, TikTok, and Twitter were going viral with a video of this UAP UFO craft at 12,500 feet over San Geronimo and Antioquia, Columbia, South America. The video says it was recorded by pilot Jorge Artiaga from a Cessna T303 Crusader approaching Medellin, Colombia. A rapidly speaking male voice identifies itself in rapidly changing subtitles as pilot Arteaga describes the aerial object as quote, static in the sky, meaning suspended and not moving. The pilot voice says the UFO began to move a little and the Cessna pilot decided to chase it. But then the object moved toward the Cessna and the pilot increased speed to 150 knots per hour. It was at 12,500 feet and changing directions around the Cessna. The pilot's rapid 2022 so why is it being released now in april 2023 and why does the source of the video trace to a female model in mexico city on instagram here is another headline today on april 12th quote senate holding new hearings on UAPs, April 19th, published in Roswell Daily Record. The press secretary for the U.S. Senate Committee on Armed Services confirmed for the Roswell Daily Record today that the, quote, Emerging Threats and Capabilities Subcommittee will be holding an open hearing on unidentified aerial phenomena, also known as UAP. And also confirmed is that Dr. Sean Kirkpatrick, head of the All-Domain Anomaly Resolution Office, also known as Arrow, in the Pentagon, will be speaking at the new Senate hearing on April 19th, one week from today, just announced this morning. Apparently, Senator Gillibrand has been frustrated that during a March 28, 2023 meeting on the Department of Defense budget request for fiscal year 2024, there was no funding for the Pentagon's Aero office, provoking General and Senator Gillibrand to say, "Quote, the lack of full funding for Aero is a significant concern. We need to ensure that our government is taking the UAP issue seriously and dedicating the necessary resources to improve our understanding and response capabilities. Close quote. Meaning, with unidentified aerial phenomena. I am also receiving reports from a lot of you about childhood experiences when you heard a buzzing sound, maybe coming from your closet, or watched a glowing sphere of blue color or white or red, about the size of a ping pong ball or tennis ball or basketball and was hovering near your childhood bed. But which ET type was behind those phenomena? Sometimes four-foot-tall gray-skinned beings with large black slanted eyes appear at the foot of the bed? Or you float up to the ceiling even through the ceiling, a sensation described as like thousands of little feathers tickling the skin. And some of you recall being surrounded by a beam of pale yellow or white or blue or magenta light that transported you to a UFO UAP spacecraft. And there you might see four-foot tall grays operating controls for taller humanoids that might be Blonde-haired, blue-eyed, pale-skinned, six to seven feet tall Nordic humanoid types on the left. And some military sources say the Nordic ETs look just like humans who live in the Norway, Sweden, Finland region of Earth, which implies a direct genetic connection. And then on the also humanoid-looking but different from the Nordic's, Are very tall beings that have hair and skin as white as chalk and abductees and others in military refer to them as tall whites their eyes are very pale blue to a whitish blue and they grow 7 to 8 to 10 to 12 feet tall aerospace engineers and military personnel who have worked side by side with the tall whites describe them as quote very spiritual, even kind, but are very strict about rules. Close quote. One East Coast aerospace engineer told me that he has worked side by side with a male, tall white, who could solve problems by moving forward and backward in time. He said, quote, It was like being with a large human who had the mind of five Cray supercomputers. Close quote. That aerospace engineer also said that the tall whites, shown here in an illustration of two with dark eye shades coming down a UFO ramp, and their longtime collaboration with blonde haired, blue eyed extraterrestrials referred to as Nordics, that Earth humans might have been annihilated a long time ago by reptilian insect and other alien life forms that want earth for themselves so what is it like to be with a genius telepathic tall white one haunting answer was emailed to me a year ago in august of 2022 from an australian about his face-to-face experiences with tall whites and Nordics that began on Christmas Eve in 1998. He was watching the Leonid meteor shower from a beach in Sydney when a bright meteor-like object flashed through the sky above him. Immediately afterward, a tall white humanoid suddenly appeared in front of him on the beach. He is asked to remain anonymous, so I will just call him Benji from Melbourne, Australia. What is it like to be in the presence of a tall white? To be in the presence of a tall white being is one of the most
2: intense experiences of your life. Imagine wrestling a tiger while skydiving with a faulty parachute and you might get close. Their minds are directly connected to yours. The communication is relentless. One thing after another, question, answer, image, impression, move on, respond. They get exasperated at how long it takes humans to process a single question and arrive at an answer. They want data, not stories. They also respond to our emotional content while in communication. So part of the process is learning how to control how you feel. The human mind is full of all sorts of thinking and feeling. It's impossible to communicate with a being that is largely telepathic. They don't like how we feel. Anything from depression, fear, all the way up to just feeling sexual is alien to the core whites. Telepathic communication is a process of being able to send and receive. Most can only hope to receive because sending a thought package is something none of us are trained to do. I think this is something I've had a talent for, so that is why they've persisted with interactions with me. Being in the presence of a tall white, there is this invisible force that hits you It makes you feel weak physically and in my case, long communication with the tall white literally makes my brain hurt. The problem is our human fear of what we do not understand. I cannot deny that I've had to overcome the deepest of fears, extreme primal reactions in their presence. This is why we humans are paralyzed from encounters is also projections from the tall whites like holograms, We humans are like a three-dimensional construct observing a five-dimensional manifestation. So a Q&A interview with Oprah is probably not going to work out, and you'll probably need a good translator who could articulate the information extruded from the tall whites vast intelligence.
1: What is the relationship between the tall whites and the Nordics? And what are their relationships to all of the other extraterrestrial types, of which there are so many? And that's what I was hoping you could give me insights into.
2: I can indeed. The interactions came as nighttime visitations from the small gray beings, which I can't stand. They had repeatedly taken me up and did help me to be able to communicate with the tall white. I was not just a victim of production. I was taken, moved, procedures performed, which enabled me then to be able to have at least some kind of communication with the tall whites. Okay? Now, I was quite confused as to why they'd chosen me. The abduction experience happened for me in 1998 during the Leonid media shower. I had seen at that point almost exclusively small and gray. Then, when the time was right, they brought forward the tall whites. The man that came to see me, to tell me about my daughter in advance of her birth, was what I would call a tall extraterrestrial. And he was in excess of eight feet tall. Where I met him, I was in Sydney. It must have been Christmas Eve with my family. And I had an experience. Standing on the beach, I see a fireball UFO coming down from the sky. Initially, it looks like a meteor, but then it stops and then in front of me almost instantaneously, he's standing there. His hair was completely white. Interesting detail about his hair. It seemed as if it was layered in a way that was like feathers, directional. Human hair falls. Mm -hmm. his seemed to kind of fold back. It was long. His hair, just above shoulder height, it just seemed to be straight, very unnatural. His eyes were larger; they were blue.
1: What color of blue?
2: Unnaturally blue. His skin flawless, high cheekbones. We're looking at somebody that is impressive-looking human being. His uniform was like spandex, clinging to his body. What color? It's... Seemed to be multi-colored blue and red colors, V-type detail that came out and around his shoulders. At this point in time, he was gesturing to his right. And in the darkness, in front of the trees that were there, were a series of beings, the mantis beings at the top. Next to that, you had the white grays, you know, like there's a paler skin, taller being, far more sentient, kinder. Next to that was a short gray. I've seen them before. I was quite familiar with them.
1: Are they AI or are they organic?
2: Well, the ones that come down to do the dirty work, I understood them to be a biological robot. The one that is sentient, you'll notice immediate big difference. And there was a big, hairy, wookie type character, like a... Sasquatch. A Sasquatch, right? Yeah. Okay.
1: What does the tall, white do? You're seeing the mantis, the light grays, the short grays, the sasquatch. And now what does the tall white do?
2: The tall white regains my attention. He greets me. He says, we need to talk. He puts his hand lightly on my shoulder and asks me to walk with him. Around the park. there's a little road. He says, and his head was down, and he was in deep thought. Tall White says that he represents this group of beings. They were in an alliance together, these particular beings. I could sense that he was being asked if it was okay that I bring a child into this world with my then-girlfriend.
1: Is the Tall White showing you in your mind images of why he would be with this group of non-humans, the praying mantis? the light grays, the short grays, the Sasquatch, and be asking you to impregnate a human female to create a fetus that would become a baby born in this world. Was he showing you, telling you why this was necessary?
2: Yeah, yeah, he was. He said that there were some very dark times coming for our planet and we are in those dark times right now. They did show me that there was going to be a massive police presence on these beaches in the future. He was showing me almost the same place, but into the future, that what we were going to be facing was a kind of takeover of our planet. By what? This conversation that I had with him, I want to finish the experience with him as we're walking along the pathway.
1: But what's so crucial? If I've got a tall white in front of me, and they're saying you're going to have to carry a child because something bad is coming, and we're showing you that the beaches of Melbourne are going to be covered with police, what is going to happen that would cause this problem in the future?
2: Well, our planet, the individuals that run it, it's a vast, network that seems to lead back to some kind of deal that must have been done before my time here on this planet perhaps originating in America. I think that we're supposed to be made aware of these beings and indeed their network they have out there, their trade network, whatever knowledge they have about this universe, that those who have decided to not honor that agreement that they weren't going to be honest about their interactions with some of these things, that there seems to be a sort of trust there, and that people like myself and, indeed, my daughter are here as observers. We are feeding information back to whoever else is watching along.
1: So let's assume that you're a hybrid and your daughter is a hybrid and that this has been the mechanism that the tall whites and the Nordics have been using to monitor and influence the earth, making hybrids, hybrids that are part human and part them. And if right now we are at 2021, soon to be 2022, coming out of hopefully a horrible pandemic, in which the planet seems to be increasingly unstable with more and more earthquakes and volcanoes and weather changes and drought and fires and everything that is not good. Is there something about this time right now as we speak that you remember anything that the tall white showed you in your mind's eye about something bad coming that would cause police to be on the beaches of Melbourne?
2: Well, remember that it was the year before my daughter was born in 2004. The event of September 11 had already happened and I'd already had a communication on that September 11 evening as well. So it was no surprise to see them turn up around the time when they were foreshadowing yet another disaster to hit our planet. The time of September 11 was crucial. It was almost like a timeline marker that we had pivoted off down an extremely dark and dangerous timeline that was eventually going to lead to not total destruction, but something that was going to lead to an enormous catastrophe. The nature of that catastrophe is multi-layered. It seems to be a mixture of them showing up and you having a face-to-face. Then there are these elaborate, multi-3D, clear visions, dreams, if you want to call them that but they are so much more than that watching something unfold. The annihilation of parts of the cities due to a weapon, right? a nuclear weapon, let's be honest, but the environmental disasters that are coming is also a sign that our planet is becoming a little unstable. It's going through a change. It's cyclic. There are things that we can't do too much about. I think that they are deeply concerned that so many people who have the power to change people's opinions, people's understandings of this world and our place in the cosmos that choosing to withhold this information from an entire planet of people, how do they bring this knowledge out so that people, so that they can make a more informed judgment that doesn't come from fear? If they turned up with a mothership over a city, it would look like a threat. I don't think they want to be a threat. So we're in a situation where you've got fighter pilots, wonderful people that have been ordered to chase class that are light years ahead of them, and completely beyond them. I just don't see how that is at all helpful or responsible. Human beings are remarkable beings. What the culture comes from a uh, militaristic and tribal background, historically. We don't trust each other.
1: That's yes, right. There is a huge pink elephant in the room, and that is the documents that I have read and others in which it says extraterrestrial biological entities manipulated DNA and already evolving primates to create Homo sapiens sapien, And that means that whichever ones whether they are tall Nordics, tall whites, tall reptilians, praying mantises, tall greys, whatever one it is that was the original progenitor that created Homo sapiens sapiens from experimenting with standing-up primates going back to Homo erectus. They have been studying us throughout all of this 2 million years of creating different standing-up primate models. And they know more about Homo sapiens sapien than we do. And they know exactly what is going on in our minds because they can read every thought of any human that they focus on. So if the Nordics and the tall whites are true allies, that they have vested interests in the evolution and survival of Homo sapiens sapien because they made us, because they have used this planet as a laboratory— what are they threatened by, that they are now saying to humans, you must do X in order to preserve yourselves from a horrible future coming? What is hanging over the tall Nordics and the tall whites' heads? The
2: one thing that I will say, I believe the tall whites are completely worried about is the amount of uh, nuclear weapons we have on this planet. What is...
1: Benji in Melbourne, Australia is not the first or the last of the people that I have interviewed who have had interactions directly with tall whites in which people have told me that they have been presented either in a very vivid dream or in, as you hear what Benji was talking about, others have said, Linda, it is like they do a holographic projection and it could be in the air. And it might come into your mind. It might come into this place, uh, like in front of your forehead. But they project. And when they project information and images, more than Benji have said, that in this particular uh, decade, and going back some, that there have been warnings from the tall whites about the planet reaching a very dark period where there would be all kinds of geophysical eruptions that would be combined with political human eruptions and that it would be a very dark and dangerous time. And in my question to uh, him, Benji, in tonight, that it seems as if there is a challenge to understand this If the tall whites can move forward and backward in time, and they can solve problems by manipulating time, and they know through their manipulations of time that all of Earth would come into a 2020 to 2030 decade, for example, and that it would be a very, very bad time environmentally, politically, health-wise, everything. Why? With all of their advanced intelligence and advanced abilities, why couldn't they change? And one of the answers that Benji gave me in another discussion was, it's because they feel that the strongest thing that they can develop in evolving species in which they may be one of the progenitor genetic manipulators. And already evolving primates on earth along with Nordics along with reptilians along with greys along with others but that what the tall whites seem to champion above everything else is learning how to relate to everything everything around you in a matter world everything around you in the universe everything in a non-matter state of consciousness to relate to what they refer to as the energy that the body is sustained by that we also call a soul. And I find it in a strange way almost comforting that here are these genius, tall, uh, hugely capable beings. And that when it comes to problems, and when it comes to to the issue of being able to see into the future or to the past, that what they stress is that there may be a reason at the big universe consciousness level of why any particular part of the cosmos must go through these cycles of bad to good to in-between. That everything is cycles of time, cycles of energy, cycles of frequency, and that where we are now is at some kind of a intersection, and that what may be coming next in the next decade or so, it could be alleviated if all human minds and all human souls on earth could begin to move in the same positive direction. This is one of the issues that Benji has heard from the Tall Whites. There is so much more to humans if they only understood that if they, their energies went together, if we were not emotionally and physically trying to be in conflict, whatever it is that sets that in motion, This next decade, it might be a demonstration in collaboration where tall whites and Nordics are helping, and maybe helping in indirect ways, but where humans are going to have to learn how to have our energies come together on the same issues that affect all of us from child to adult, male to female, everywhere, and that we can only see a future that would be great on this Earth if all of the living life that is on this planet and that the tall whites have told abductees, you do not understand how precious and how unique your planet Earth is in terms of the diversity of life. We all need to understand that more. But I hope that in sharing these conversation pieces with you that I've had with Benji in Australia over the last two or three years. I hope that it helped give you some insight and that the idea of a being that could be up to 12 feet at the top of their head and we might be five or six feet tall, they have exuded An emotional resonance whether it was with Benji whether it was with others that I have talked about and hope in a future that I can share more that the tall whites see us see us homo sapiens sapien as something that is extraordinary and they are amazed by us where we might turn around and be afraid of them but the opposite We need to learn how to resonate with frequencies with something like a tall white that we might be able to learn from and apply to everything on our planet and that we would then evolve without war, without conflict. This would be heaven on earth, on a planet that so many different intelligences seem to want to be here. And here we are. But what have we got going? We've got wars. We've got climate change, maybe because of things that we have emitted in the air. Oh, to have a universe where those that were brighter and knew more could help those that were babies trying to learn. So I I guess I have a kind of childish hope that the tall whites with their collaborating Nordics could be introduced to the planet not as here to do everything for us, but here to help us and help us learn how we can live better together as wonderful humanity on this remarkable planet Earth. And that eventually, if we are told the truth, that there are or is another civilization in the TRAPPIST-1 solar system, and Procyon A and B, and Sirius A and B, and 82G Eridani, and on and on. I just think that that feels like such an exciting place to put our attention, that we are just beginning to move the population toward realizing space is one of our destinies. But don't carry war out into space now I want to stress right now that I get on an airplane uh, next Fri. I think it's Friday and I travel to San Diego to speak in a way about some of what I just shared but I am tying it very specifically to information that I have gotten from some whistleblowers and I will be speaking at the portal to ascension conference in san diego with a lot of friends i cannot wait to get together with uh, alan steinfeld and uh, some of our uh, both peers and speakers and a lot of you that i know will be there have let me know and it is going from april 21st to the 23rd of 2023 and April 21st Friday Saturday Sunday you can buy tickets right now for that conference at this website that's on the screen and I think that it will be so interesting to know since I have been talking for over a year I think about the aerospace source saying that he had been told two years ago that JSOC in the Pentagon and others had a plan that in April of 2023, specifically around the weekend of April 21st to the 23rd of 2023, that there would be an announcement, breaking news. Webb Telescope has confirmed a biological uh, measurement in uh, the middle planet or whatever planet I've been told the middle planet E1 and that it would be the opening of the announcement that we are not alone in this universe now It may not be that they'll announce that there's a civilization there, but at least Biological signatures are leaning toward how we're going to go out to exoplanets looking with the web And other instruments for signs that are linked to life and I look forward to being in San Diego to talk with you you guys there about it and also in June upcoming it's back to contact in the desert June 2nd to 4th 2023 I have so many friends that I see on those conferences and it was uh, such a Uh, sad uh, time to be so separated because of the terrible pandemic but you can buy tickets right now for the contact in the desert June 2nd to 4th 2023 Uh, and the conference website where you can get your tickets is on our screen right now and it will be in the beautiful uh, California hotel that we moved from the desert and I hope to see a lot of you there. And I also want to bring up again that I hope that you feel my efforts that I'm trying to bring to the Earthfiles YouTube channel some of the uh, news that I am getting that is not public to share with you guys. And uh, like this discussion with the Benji and others on the Tall Whites and that we are now uh, doing after each live wednesday we are also available on podcasts and the new episodes are released every thursday after the the wednesday broadcast so to keep in touch with us if you miss our live show go to podcast.earthfiles.com And I would now like to segue to my wonderful friend in England, Ian Holling, for whatever are the latest comments and insights, and thank you for letting us know that we had broken through 37,000 subscribers. It's wonderful. Thank you. Ian.
0: Linda, thank you for that fantastic presentation this evening. That's been well received by our audience from all around the world. We've got audience members tuning in and commenting in the chat from all over the United States, Canada, United Kingdom. Australia is well represented here tonight and they're they're very uh, happy to have a story from Australia themselves. New Zealand, Trinidad, Algeria, Sweden, Mm -hmm. Brazil, Nicaragua and Philippines are here tonight. Thank you.
1: Thank you everyone, everywhere. Doesn't it make you feel sort of good in spite of all the chaos and struggle that the earth seems to be go that there, there is this group of us that come together On Wednesday nights from all over the planet when you start thinking that that screen is Connected to the eyes the heart the mind of people everywhere all around the world I love this feeling I wish that we would be able to have this kind of resonance with everybody, and war would become something uh, dusty and dirty from the past, and we could get by it forever. So Ian, what have we got for uh, new comments, questions?
0: Well, straight out the gate here tonight, Christina Ledesma Jimenez says, wow, great story tonight. Where are these beings coming from? She's referring to the tall whites here. Great questions, Linda.
1: Thank you, and I have more. I have another source that I'm going to be doing another uh, it's going to be looking at tall whites and Nordics and it's fascinating because there are fellow human beings on this planet that those groups of intelligences the tall whites in collaboration with the Nordics and sometimes they're separate have reached through time through decades That you find that people have had these interactions like Benji 1998 the first one on that beach at night with the Leonid meteor shower in Sydney and he sees what looks like a meteor like that is the way he said it to me bang he sees it and bang the person is there it's technology we don't even understand But the idea that there are humans and they're holding these stories in, they've been holding them in for a long time. And now for the very first time, even though I can't identify Benji, the other people, I might be able to bring a little bit more identity, but we are still at this transition time when people who have had real interactions with other intelligences, They still have concern about sharing as who they are, where they are. When we get past that, it will be another step in the evolution of humanity because we should all be able to tell each other about something so basic and profound that we are interacting with other beings, other consciousnesses in this universe, and that The tall whites, the Nordics, they would like to encourage humanity to to know that there is a link to the consciousness of this universe, as David Bohm has written about in his brilliant book, The Wholeness and the Implicate Order. And we've been left out of that equation in many ways. And if that's part of the revolution, even if we've got struggles But that out of all of these struggles and maybe finally an introduction to the tall whites and the Nordics as allies not here to run the world not here to cope with our problems but to say we are we have been trying to help you for a very long long time it I think there is something that could be inspiring and exciting that as we go into April, if we get that announcement, biological signature, web, TRAPPIST-1, maybe they'll introduce some other solar systems, but that we will start moving toward finally breaking open news. Then it releases everybody from feeling so straightjacketed. And I cheers to that go ahead Ian
0: got people here are saying that they're resonating with Benji as well from the meeting up with the tall whites uh, we've got alluring plant says these tall whites are the most questionable and disturbing for me I hope they are on our side
1: oh I understand the raising of the question um, I implied that in one of my questions to Benji tonight the pink elephant in the room that's the question that I was talking about a few minutes ago meaning if the tall lights can move forward and backward in time which I understand they not only can move forward and backward in time I I can I, I can say those words I don't really comprehend it very well and that as a engineer in an aerospace company told me about five years ago he said they are so much like craig computers and the way that benji was talking about how uh, the (laughs) their telepathy it's going very fast they just want data that would be probably discombobulating to a lot of us but when you got used to it and you understood what they are both biological with these incredible brains, that they want us to understand that they can see that our actions on Earth that cause war, that they are not going to allow nuclear missiles because it isn't just destroying us. The phrase that I heard back in 19, I was working at CNN And I had a visit by a retired airline pilot when I was working in uh, news at CNN. And he said to me that he had been in the Air Force before being an uh, airline pilot and that he had had an experience with a UFO and that it involved something that might be equivalent to seeing like a, a portal or a hole or something open up and that he had gotten some kind of a briefing. And he was telling me in Atlanta, where I was working, and he said, what I was told, Linda, is that extraterrestrials of a variety of types from a variety of distances come in and out of our planetary system, in and out of our Earth's situation in our solar system. And they pop in and they pop out and what he was told humans have not understood that there are dimensional frequencies and we are in what is called the third and some extraterrestrials are able to use other dimensions to hop different places in time in different dimensions and that One of the things that he was told as this pilot when he was uh, not retired, if we set off nuclear missiles or nuclear bombs, he said, what I was told in a briefing is that we don't understand that we are tearing in to other dimensions and we are causing damage in other dimensions. And that this is one of the reasons why the tall whites would like to have every single nuclear device on the planet gone, so there could be no possibility of that. At the same time, coming back full circle to when I was talking about the the almost paradox, that I can understand how people would look at some, somebody 10, 12 feet tall and be worried about well do they really want the planet and what I think that I'm beginning to learn and feel from because there's been many people who have talked to me about this aspect of the tall whites in which they are considered to be highly spiritual that is the word that keeps being said but they are very strict and when they say you can't cross this we're not going to allow nuclear missiles to be set off you will destroy your planet but you're going to destroy other dimensions there is something paradoxically comforting to me it really is that there would be intelligence that could project into the future who could see oh my god if they do this end-of-earth Ra for any advanced intelligence who can help us understand the consequences and maybe eventually be introduced to our planet and to other, and I'm assuming they are to other planets, not as something that wants Earth for themselves. They have a, a solar system. And the Nordics are on uh, Procyon A and B and uh, Sirius A and B, and there, there's lots of distribution on solar systems but that when you feel like well how would we trust that anything that can be this big and can go in time and can do all this why couldn't it indirectly be that they might be a threat maybe maybe they are not telling the truth if they say they're they're not interested in having earth they're not taking earth but they want us to evolve so we are not going to destroy earth and ourselves and other dimensions, and right now, you guys, that makes a lot of sense to me more more than if something like the tall whites in collaboration with the Nordics wanted Earth, I think that would have happened a long time ago. The issue that's hanging out there, and I 've heard new information about this that. The tronoloid insects that Ronald Reagan was given the briefing about on March 6th to 8th of 1981, they are still a huge threat. And this sentence was said to me, if the tall whites collaborating with the Nordics had not been doing so for decades, maybe centuries, we might not be here and Earth might have been taken over by the insects. that it's nothing to panic about it's nothing to feel in any shrieking horror about we're in a universe just exactly like we're on earth there are good guys bad guys hostile neutral friendly all of it all mixed up so I feel currently grateful that intelligences, as described by Benji and others, that fall into the category of the tall whites, spiritual but strict, who understand consequences, deal in consequences in everything they do. There's something about that that's very comforting. So, on that, that's why I hope to continue. To bring you more and more information as I can from people who have had face-to-face with them not speculation but real experiential information and Benji is in that category another person that I will be doing a show about upcoming is in that category and there are others I'm beginning to understand how many people have not described some of the beings that they may have encountered because they did not want to be thought crazy. Well, the big thing is, let's begin to tell all the truth. Let's see what all is coming from people who have been in military, who have been pilots, who have been aerospace engineers, who are physicists. And they probably, more than we would ever imagine have had some communication from these advanced intelligences in their own careers so I hope we are beginning like where we'll be at the conference in San Diego a portal is a door ascension is to a higher level and that seems to me to be what this whole earth needs to do We need to go through a door together to a place where we do not want to kill each other. It's incredible. It's crazy. (laughs) Okay, Ian.
0: Thank you, Linda. Let's do the super chats from our kind and generous audience this evening. We've got uh, Gareth Williams, Mike O, Margaret Valentine, Not a Band Account, Rebecca Cole, Wiccan Elements, Patty London, Judy Graham, Northern Lights, Terry D, Leanne Marshall, Jason Odom, and Moonbird. Thank you.
1: Thank you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And do we have maybe one more uh, question?
0: Uh just before I put a question to you, yeah. uh you're triggering some memories from some of the audience here tonight. We've got Jason Smith says this has thrown me back 44 years ago. He asked to monitor my thoughts. Came with a oh. white owl.
1: Yes,
0: uh, that's an interesting one with yes. the white owl connection. Also, Arnie Aristodemo says this is so close to me where I live. Oh, talking about uh, about where Benji's experience actually happened. So she says. Um, uh, thanks, Benji. This extraterrestrial is saying a lot of fascinating information. Something is going to happen. They should help us.
1: They, I think they are. And this is a, a really critical, di- uh, this particular decade, I think, is really critical. And go ahead, Ian. I would love to know more comments and questions.
0: Well, Marcel, Marcel Chagnon says, I had seen three tall white aliens 15 years ago in my home. Uh, tall white dressed in 100% white and white hair. That is close Yeah. than imagine. Skin is snow white, white eyes, snow white hair, snow white.
1: Yes, absolutely. And was there any communication in this to uh, us tonight about any content that that tall white shared?
0: That was my first question straight away was is there a, was there a message i or not heard back Okay yet. but is we that may smart?
1: get one and yeah I'll keep sharing if, if we get more information because I totally understand that some people think anything that is, can grow to 12 feet tall live for 500 800 years they're supposed to be able to totally control all of the cell growth evolution and health every cell and live 500 800 that they can project their lives and people that uh, are doing that I hope it's going to open up whole new chapters for us humans if we could get along and not want to kill each other then the next best thing would be how do you grow to be 500 years 800 years working on starships going out into the universe that is what I hope will happen Okay, Ian, and what more, one or two more comments? I love these comments.
0: Okay, Whisper of Love says, Linda, would you consider being an ambassador if the alien contact is made? Would you be part of a group like that?
1: Oh, I would love it if, and I guess everybody, you want to say if, if everything is on the up and up, everything is uh, real, that we, we, by then, would know the, the player's real identity, Because in all of this, which I think some of you tonight, that's was your implication, when it comes to extraterrestrial biological civilizations and all of the androids and all of the AI that they make, you then have the problem that we humans are not educated at all about any of it. And that if something comes to us with a treaty, comes to us with a proposal, comes to us with here's an agreement for we can provide you gold but we need genetic material from your animals and we can do it straightforwardly it doesn't have to be the way the animal mutilations have been in the night in beams and all of that and I'm trying to make a point gold may be way less precious To some civilizations in some solar systems because they have a problem surviving. And that has been uh, discussed as being part of the problem here between grays that are not healthy and that they need a very specific protein or chemistry that they have found exists in Earth life and that it has been largely gray-motivated. Uh, animal mutilations and here we could move toward literal real trade real commerce real exchange and then we would begin to know ourselves how all of us would fit in a scheme where there are intelligences that can live for centuries while our own planet has proteins and chemicals, that other life forms have been coming here because it's been keeping them alive. I think this is how complicated it is, Ian, and I hope that it is looking at the complexity that all of you will keep joining me on the uh YouTube channel. Because I am trying to honestly look at the complexities, the contradictions, the paradoxes what at every turn and every level what is the real truth There are just so many echoes of halls of mirrors that have come to evolve on the planet and some of them probably under the control of other intelligences but if we are not told eight billion minds and souls if we are not the whole truth, the good, the bad, the neutral, the complex, then what chance does humanity have of continuing to evolve in a universe where so many other civilizations can come here and harvest? And we don't know how to do that on our own. So, Ian, would it be fair to say that tonight, through the mind and eyes and soul of Benji in Melbourne, Australia, through those of you who have had real interactions with something in the category of other intelligences, biological or AI, that what is beginning to happen, maybe for the very first time on Earth, you i a bunch of us we really want the truth and we're not running screaming to the exits no matter what we are told and that may be the very most healthy thing that can happen on planet earth while we got artemis going to the moon and we have a base that's been on the moon for a long time another cover-up but artemis they're trying to make that cover up that so that we'll now all be on the same page with the moon as we go through week by week and if we finally had a demonstration maybe on April 23rd that the government or governments of the world announced there was a biological signature on one of those middle planets of the Trappist-1 solar system Wouldn't you feel like jumping up and down and sort of screaming? In a cheering way? With something that actually made you feel glad? The idea that we've lived on a planet where the philosophy, the construct, the education of everything has been, we were the only intelligent life in the universe. And now we are so close to finally perhaps being told the truth. We are not. There's myriads and how exciting it could be. And it might put an end to war on earth. Wow. I love you guys. I'll see you next week.